Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yep, it's that time again. Even in a year where we were lucky to get any games that turned more than a few heads at once, there are always those titles gamers agree over time were recommended a bit too much. How much are the following games deserving of their high scores then, and which falter when put under the microscope? Obviously none of the following titles are bad, far from it, only that they're worth another look when we're talking about the absolute best 2021 has to offer. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are the 7 most overrated video games of 2021. Number 7, Hitman 3. For as painful as it is to say, Hitman 3 just wasn't that good. It was totally more of the same Hitman 1 and 2's incredibly solid stealth gameplay, but for a title that should have gone the extra mile to round out the trilogy with confidence, what we got was just that bit too lacking. Besides the paltry amount of missions and fact the final one isn't really a Hitman level at all, this was also supposed to be paying off 5 years worth of an unexpectedly engaging narrative. Yes, no one goes to Hitman for the story, but that was entirely the point. Hitman 2016 had begun sowing the seeds of 47's childhood brother, Lucas Gray. Hitman 2 revealed 47 was behind the death of Diana's parents, and Hitman 3 would see all parts of the character's formerly blank psyche collide. 47 had more agency in between levels than ever, regaining a lifetime's worth of memories and adding weight to who you were tracking down on mission. Instead of any of that elevating the final installment though, Grey was killed almost immediately. Diana hand waves away 47's forgiveness as the pair work together again, and 47 just takes a file of memory erasure juice so he can go on killing forever. Even that scene itself, centered on finally meeting the head of the Illuminati-like Providence, sees him taken out in an incredibly boring way considering your options everywhere else in the trilogy. Hitman 3, for as stunning as it is, feels more like a glorified DLC map pack than a whole new game. Number 6, Resident Evil Village. For a game marketed entirely on one Lady Dimitres being 2021's version of Jack Baker, i.e. a persistent enemy you'd build a set of encounters around, becoming a definable part of Resident Evil Village overall, well, she dies in the first fifth of the game. Annoyingly, all Lady D's best encounters were used in marketing, as Capcom completely doubled down on the character to sell the game. That's immaculately effective PR, but you then need the rest of the game's villains and pace to match the early going, which RE8 arguably does not. 
When it comes to persistent enemies overall too, Village does next to nothing with their mechanics or even the way you think about dealing with them in-game. It's Mr. X from RE2, RE3's nemesis all over again, and that's pretty lacking. Worst of all, the game's mystery storyline centered entirely on why longtime hero Chris Redfield just shot RE7's Mia Winters made absolutely no sense as to why he didn't immediately explain what was happening to husband Ethan himself. Resident Evil is obviously known for overblown campy tones and just-go-with-it plots that often become meme-worthy, but to hang the entire thrust of the narrative on a mystery that completely under-delivers does make Village hard to outright recommend. Number 5. Forza Horizon 5 as gorgeous and must-play as Forza Horizon 5 is, it was also the first time one of these games dropped and was exactly what you thought going in. From the car-switching intro with various slow-motion stunts to the races against things like planes, trains, and in this case a jet ski, all scripted to let you win at the last second by the way, Horizon 5 is an all-out visual feast and a perfect execution of a formula, but that's also its biggest problem. This is now a recognizable execution on a bankable formula that yes, came into its own across Horizon 3 and especially 4, but I'd say the playground games need to be wary of just cranking these out. The issue that slowly killed the mainline Forza games, other than microtransactions in Forza 7 anyway, is a feeling of stagnancy and repetition. Perfectly serviceable games take boxes and rake in the dough, just look at Far Cry 6, but on the other hand, we can end up with Call of Duty Vanguard. Forza Horizon 5 is absolutely a showcase of what powerful Xbox hardware can do. The problem is that Horizon 4 did every last trick back in 2018. Number 4. Returnal Easily the cruelest and most demanding title maybe in PlayStation exclusive history, Housemark adapting a bullet hell aesthetic to a punishing roguelike with random rewards resulted in a notably divisive game. Where gunplay, atmosphere, and an eventual sense of reward can be stellar if you make it through, only a paltry 23% of people have reached and beaten the final boss, with everyone else giving up on Returnal's setup over time. Weapons and upgrades are entirely random, with only weapon skill carrying over between runs. An average attempt at a run stretches is at least 45 minutes, meaning you've got nothing to show other than maybe some different ammo types, damage increases, or a new weapon if it happened to drop that time around. Coupled with being killed from off-screen, enemy shockwaves coming through walls to kill you from behind cover, and you have a supremely awkward game that occasionally asks too much. For their first 3D release, Housemark clearly had a lot on their plate and the project was overhauled across development. Still, the systems here and fact it took them almost the entire year to implement a safe system reveal the design as fundamentally flawed. Number 3. Microsoft Flight Simulator Xbox Edition not criticizing the reality of being able to hop in a Boeing 747 and fly in real time to photorealistic Mount Fuji, admiring satellite-accurate weather patterns along the way. That is genuine science magic made playable. No, what kinda sucks about Microsoft Flight Simulator on console is that very little work was done to actually make it feel remotely satisfying as a console experience. We're talking obtuse-as-hell mouse cursor-driven menus, online guide requiring steps to modify your controls and just add basic features. Getting any more out of this other than picking destinations and hoping for the best sees you diving into tons of FAQs online, alongside breakdowns of what different alarm sounds or parts of your plane's dashboard even mean. Microsoft Flight Sim is a staggering achievement in code, but if you're bringing it to a system without mouse, keyboard, or a wider set of shortcut bindings, i.e. a whole new audience who need to be onboarded significantly, it needed a UI, controls, and presentation overhaul. Number 2. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Nintendo have officially overused a specific game feel that's been creaking and showing its age for over a decade now. 
Hell, even back in the late 90s, we were sick of buttoning through individual lines of text when in combat, teaching our Pokemon moves in that one-two poof style way, or just slugging through menus. Ultimately though, Pokemon was a formula that sold and sold ludicrously well, so where was the impetus to change? Well, come Sword and Shield, the 8th generation of twin games no less, not counting additional re-releases over the years, and people had had enough. Having the franchise debut on Switch, yet still have largely the same pace as something from the original Game Boy felt like the last straw. Couple this with the fact Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee adapted Pokemon Go's catching system and ability to see creatures in the wild before acquiring, and the Diamond and Pill re-releases feel practically prehistoric. Yes, you can argue they're faithful to the originals, but when Pokemon Yellow's remake did make advancements, and Nintendo have acknowledged these outdated ways by greenlighting the gameplay upended Pokemon Arceus, 2021's re-releases are just traditional to a fault. And number one, Deathloop. Even now, months after launch when Deathloop dropped to a host of perfect and near-perfect scores, I don't see it. And man, have I tried. Arcane's wannabe sandbox murder sim gives you four main areas, split across a single day's time frame, where you need to take down eight different targets across as many time loops as you need, until they're all slaughterable in one go. It's advertised and championed as something where you'll slowly move the pieces into place Hitman style for that one final glorious kill chain. However, playing Deathloop feels clunky as hell in almost every way. Once you're out of a ludicrously elongated tutorial, it's practically bells and whistles the game, distracting you from the fact you're simply loading into an area, going to a place and holding a button or killing one person, with an abundance of menu systems, crafting options, and supposed customization barely factoring in. Worst of all, this supposedly open-ended structure boils down to the same final mission and the same ending regardless of whatever you do beforehand. And that's without mentioning the game's invasion-based multiplayer, meaning you and other players are encouraged to mess up whatever potential mission atmosphere there is before you even get there. Deathloop arrived like some gilded angelic creation all those in its presence must bow and be thankful for, and while I treasure Arcane as a studio, to me at least, they completely missed the mark. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.